Hello and welcome to Joy News at 6. The news is live on Joy 99.7 and hates 103.9 FM in Accra. In Kumasi, we're on Love 99.5 FM and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including ATL FM in Cape Coast, Might FM Tamale, Biwa Radio Yendi, and in Kiligi FM in Bali. Get radio, TV, and online content on the manjoonline.com interactive app for Android and iOS devices. Coming up, hundreds left stranded at the Independence Square in Accra after government cancelled at the last minute a convention which had some of Africa's most prolific speakers, including PLO Lumumba, Peter Obi, all left stranded. This thing is we not in the remit. Is it not in the remit of the constitution? Uh-huh. Hasn't it been organized within the remit of the law? Uh-huh. So how can you tell us that the power above us is cancelling the program? Meanwhile, Nanakwami Bediakum, also known as Freedom Jacob Caesar or Cheddar, has revealed he's the man behind the mask advertising the new false movement. And I want my absence to be felt. And for that reason, I know you're looking for the man. But the man in the mask is sitting in front of you. Ghana racing against time as it seeks to finalize required financing assurances from its external creditors to obtain the next tranche of the $600 million from the IMF. Details as bilateral creditors hold crunch meeting today to determine the cutoff dates, a crucial factor in determining the magnitude of debt relief. We hear from experts. I don't think by the time the government is out of office, we have all the restructuring done. Well, meantime, the finance minister, confident official creditors, will agree on an MOU in today's meeting over Ghana's debt details on the Joy Business Report. And high morale in the Black Stars camp ahead of a pre-Afcon friendly with Namibia today. But the team's talisman, Mohamed Kudus, is yet to arrive in camp a few hours to the game. Kudus, Mohamed, remains the only player who is yet to arrive in camp. And the worrying thing is that the GFA is not giving any information on his whereabouts. This and more here with me, Fred Smith. This is Joy News, independent, fearless and credible journalism. Well, thanks for joining us. Last night, hundreds were left stranded after a convention billed to have speakers such as South Africa's Julius Malema, Nigeria's Peter Obi and PLO Lumumba of Kenya, Dr. Arikana Chihombori Kwao, some of Africa's most prolific speakers. They had been invited by the New Africa Movement, spearheaded by the New Force, a new political movement which until yesterday had only had a mask as its identity. My colleague James Averji was at the news conference organized following the suspension or the cancellation of that event. A month ago, billboards emerged across the capital announcing the emergence of a new movement, the New Force. This destructive advertising caught the attention of many and sparked public conversations over what the new forces and who the face behind the mask is. At an emergency press conference in Accra on Sunday, Ghanaian entrepreneur and businessman Nana Kwame Bediako, also known as Freedom Jacob Caesar or Cheddar, surprisingly revealed himself as the man behind the mysterious mask. I am a son of the soil. And when I'm not here also, I want you to remember that I came. And I want my absence to be felt. And for that reason, I know you're looking for the man. But the man in the mask is sitting in front of you. 
although he did not make his intentions clear on whether he will be contesting an election to become president, he says he is ready to roll out his vision to change the narrative of Ghana and Africa. But I'm that man with a good purpose, with a great vision. I have a plan and I have a vision for this nation. And not only this nation, I have it for Africa too. But I know Africa is the next biggest thing because out of all the continents that have been developed in this world, there is only one continent that is not developed. And I am sent to do that. And my colleague James Haveji filed that report. And now here are reactions from some attendees who were left stranded yesterday. This thing is it not in the remit, is it not in the remit of the constitution? Hasn't it been organized within the remit of the law? So how can you tell us that the power above us is cancelling the program? Who network power to them? Who gave food power? Article one of our constitution. What does it tell us? It says supremacy resides in the hands of the people, not in the hands of government. This is a state apart. not a government apart. This is a state apart. We had uh, some attendees who were left stranded after a convention uh, built to host some of Africa's prolific speakers where it uh, was cancelled uh, by the government late last night. Now, Ghana's official creditors are scheduled to hold a meeting today for talks on restructuring approximately 5.4 million billion dollars in loans extended to the country. Among these bilateral lenders are the governments of China and France, who jointly lead the official creditor committee and hold roughly a quarter of Ghana's $20 billion external debt slated for restructuring. The meeting is anticipated to center on reaching consensus regarding a crucial cutoff date, specifying when any fresh loans from bilateral creditors will no longer be included in the restructuring efforts. Prior to the crucial meeting, Bright Simmons, Vice President of Humani Africa, holds the belief that the Akufuado administration may not manage to finalize the entire external debt restructuring before the conclusion of its term later this year. He spoke to my colleague Isaac Kofieje. I don't think by the time the government is out of office, we have all the restructuring done. Because the reason I bring that up is because if the government think of this comparability of treatment issue that has now stalled Zambia's program, Zambia has been at it for three years. They still don't have it restructured. I don't think the government is that keen on restructuring. Why? Very simple. Restructuring itself doesn't help the government. You know why? Because then you have to start paying. Now it's simply not paying. It's paying nothing. Restructuring means you have to start paying something. Unless it can get long deferments so it doesn't pay anything at all. That is what guaranteed. However, assurances help the government a lot. If they get assurances, a letter from the creditor committees they are working with on the bilateral side, so the Paris Club plus the non-Paris Club members, they get that letter, they get another tranche re- re- uh, released next year. You had the, the Bright Simmons, he's vice president of Imani Africa. Now, there's high morale in the camp of the Black Stars as the team prepares to take on Namibia in the pre-Afcon game tonight at the Baba Yara Stadium in Kumasi. The game will help in the team's preparation to end the country's 42-year trophy drought in this year's Africa Cup of Nations football tournament, which starts in four days. But few hours to the game, Love Sports' Steven Zando, who's been monitoring the Black Stars training, reports that the team's talisman, Mohamed Kudus, is yet to report to camp. Kudus Mohammed remains the only player who is here to arrive in camp. And the worrying thing is that the GFA is not giving any information on his whereabouts. 
us in the media and football, obviously, and commerce speculate. Some are saying that he has some injury concerns and that perhaps may be the reason he's yet to arrive. So, like I mentioned earlier, the team will train at the Babaya Sports Stadium with all 26 players in camp um, before they host in Namibia at 8 p.m. at the same venue in a pre-afternoon They will return on Tuesday to train once again and leave high because on Wednesday, if nothing changes. And fresh information we've picked up indicates that Kudus has finally arrived in camp but will not feature for the Black Stars in the in this evening's friendly. Meanwhile, former Ghana Football Association Deputy General Secretary Ibrahim Sanidara has raised concerns about the team's preparedness to break the 42-year trophy drought. He spoke on our sister station, Love FM in Kumasi. Now we say, oh, don't go to South Africa. You're going to spend money. Namibia is coming here. But Namibia, they've left their country to come here because they also want serene environment. Look, we are not catching up. People are going ahead of us. This place are used to the high-level preparations. So when they come home and they see that this is the level of um, facilities or attention you are giving to them, they don't think we take them seriously enough. Do this thing to them. Do we expect them to go there and perform? So you had there, G- former GFA communications director, Ibrahim Sani Dara speaking on our sister station, Love FM. And before we go, the Ghana Jazz Foundation is a project aimed at establishing a higher international visibility for Ghanaian jazz. The foundation held by internationally acclaimed jazz instrumentalists seek to provide enough support for the jazz music genre in the country. Speaking at its launch, President of the foundation, Adrian Odoe, underscored the motive for its creation, adding the music genre though marginalized worldwide, carried in its great potential. Jazz music is its a difficult thing to push worldwide. But the, the thing is, once you are, you know, very good in jazz, you can play anything else. So we'd like to look at that pinnacle and see where you can get to. But we're not limited to just jazz. We're looking at all art forms. Music literacy is not as high as we would like. And it's one area that we'd like to look at. There are quite a number of people who like jazz. The difficulty will be to push it beyond that group and see how it will work. But yes, I mean, it's, it's something that we are passionate about and we are prepared to work hard towards. And you had the Adrian Odoye, the president of the Ghana Jazz Foundation, and in the news at six with me, Fred Smith. The Super Morning Show continues.